The Chinese government seizes over 7,000 human penises. The Italian diocese apologizes after a bishop tells children Santa does not exist. And a porn actor offers a chess champion a knight he'll never forget. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm your host, Jonesy. Thanks for joining me. I hope you had a lovely weekend. Let's get your Monday off. Maybe it's, maybe it's your Tuesday. Uh, like on a, on, a, on a good foot here. Uh, uh, all right, I'm floundering here. Yay! In a shocking story, Chinese authorities seize more than 7,000 human penises. A total of 7,221 penises of African origin have been seized by the Chinese customs officers in what has now been tagged as the world's biggest seizure of not only human penises, but human organs in history. Why am I doing this accent? I have no idea. I thought it'd be funny. (laughs) It's not. These penises were hidden in a refrigerated freight container. And uh, they were seized when the ship harbored in the Shanghai port following information from an anonymous informer who alerted the Chinese authorities about these illegal African penises. Over 7,000 African penises. What were they doing with all these penises? I want to know. They were studying them. They're like, our penises are uh, below average in length, typically, because we are Chinese. And uh, we want to study... What are the largest penises in the world? Where where do they come from? Let's study those. And so, you know, thousands of African penises, big, fat African penises being smuggled into Shanghai. (laughs) Maybe they were going to do penis implants. They're like, we need some implants. Where do we get? We want the best that the world has to offer. Where can we get? (laughs) Picture a Chinese man with a a black penis (laughs) attached to him. Oh, man, this is a ridiculous place to take the story. I'm really sorry. It's very immature of me, but, man, (laughs) they're all African. I mean, well, come on. What were you thinking? Now, uh, the penises were packed in 36 boxes totaled on this ship, and they were labeled as plantains, (laughs) which is also funny, I think, to label them plantains. Uh, It's kind of like an inside joke in a way. If you were the person who had to label the boxes, like, what could we put here? Uh, eggplant? Should we go with eggplant? Ah, that's too obvious. Let's go with plantains. <laughs> Nobody will know. <laughs> okay, this ship came from Lagos, Nigeria. And the uh, ship's crew consisted of four Nigerians, two Malayans. Is that important to, we, to have the ethnicity of the people on the ship? I don't know. I really want more information about the international smuggling of thousands of penises. Is this big business? Where did you get them? Did you just lop them off dead people? Like Volunteers giving up their penis for a hundred bucks? What is going on? It says here, the Chinese general administrator of customs says an increasingly large number of armed groups in Africa actually use organ trafficking to finance themselves. Uh, And this makes such seizures as uh, of organs and body parts pretty predictable they say here's a quote from the guy lee Wu. these organs are common commodities now even the penises and they were certainly harvested in unsanitary conditions i'll tell you that or they were contaminated uh, 
Yeah, these penises have definitely been contaminated. We can't let them out on the Chinese market. Not contaminated penises. What were you going to do? Let them out on the market if they weren't contaminated? Where would you? Where are you selling seven thousand plus African penises in China on the Chinese market? Like, is this some sort of ancient Chinese medicine that uh, I'm un- unaware of? You grind up African penises and you snort it, and it it fights the common cold. Like, what what are you doing with these penises on the Chinese market? Another quote from this guy, Lee, he says, we know that penises from Libya and Sudan fetch a higher price than those from other African war zones, but can't presume of their origin before the end of the investigation. I mean, I guess Libyan penises are huge right now. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) What are you doing with these penises? Who's buying all these penises? What happens to them? Oh, man, I have so many questions. Uh, it says here the value of these penises can be as high as illegal drugs. Lee says that specimens of this size that they just seized usually fetch around $160,000 each on the black market. Black market. <laughs> and its total value was more than $1.15 billion U.S. dollars. What, $160,000 for a penis? <laughs> ah, man. If I ever get... If I ever get... Hard up for money. I mean, <laughs> all the puns, they're bad. I'm sorry. Jeez. Okay, okay. Uh, it says here, this guy, Lee, uh, wants you to know that similar seizures are going to be more common over the next few years as armed groups in Africa turn to organ trafficking. They're using penis trafficking to finance military operations. Where are they taking the penis? Penises from their victims or the, their enemies? Uh, this is just unbelievable. I mean, you just don't know what has value in this world. You think you know what's valuable, but you don't. I remember I used to make fun of my stepdad all the time for saving all this crap. Why are you saving all this stuff? Just everything in the attic. Stupid shit. It's going to be worth money someday. It's going to be worth money. What's going to be worth money? Your 1988 Roger Clemens baseball card? Are you out of your mind? (laughs) But what do I know? Apparently penises are worth $160,000 if you're from Africa. I don't know shit. The Italian diocese has to apologize after a bishop tells children that Santa does not exist. A Roman Catholic diocese in Sicily apologized after reports emerged that the bishop told children that there's no Santa. That's a wonderful day in the children's life. In a Facebook post, the diocese said that Bishop Antonio Stagliano's intent was not, quote, to break the charm of Christmas for the little ones. Oh, no? Well, then what was it? What was your intent, sir? Just to give them a dose of reality of some sort? You can't tell the kids Santa doesn't exist if you're a bishop. I can tell kids Santa doesn't exist because I have a weird news podcast. I'm not a bishop. <laughs> Are there kids in the room, by the way? Santa exists! Santa exists! The bishop doesn't know what he's talking about, kids. Don't worry. Santa will squeeze down your ch- your chimney or your crawl through your window, however Santa gets in your house. <laughs> no one ever questioned, like, when you were a kid, like, hey, we don't have a chimney. Like, how does he, <laughs> how's he getting in here anyways? Is he just uh, coming up through the basement? Like, what is going on? <laughs> the diocese communications director, Alessandro Barlino. Oh, they have the best names in the Roman Catholic diocese. Hey, Antonio Stagliano, Alessandro Baliano, Nicola Lasaniano, <laughs> Ravioli Raviolo. Okay, the 
the director says, I'm very sorry for the declaration. The bishop, bishop was trying to reflect. I should probably do like an impression of uh, Alessandro Paolino. And I'm very sorry for the declaration that the bishop was trying to reflect on the greater meaning of a Christmas. <laughs> Is that bad? That's pretty bad. Uh, basically, he's saying the bishop was just trying to reflect on the greater meaning of Christmas. Yeah, really, by telling the kids that Santa doesn't exist. That's the greater meaning. Kids, you want to think about the bigger meaning of Christmas this year, which is that uh, there's no there's no Santa. We all we, we made it up. We made it. Uh, Costco made up Santa to sell more goods. That's what happened. Uh, okay. Uh, it says here that the bishop was trying to speak about the uh, historical figure of St. Nicholas who dispensed gifts dispensed gifts to the poorest back then. Yeah, it's a real person, St. Nick, correct? I don't know, but then I've also read that St. Nick is based off this uh, uh, like mushroom shaman from like Greenland or something. So, yeah, Google that, Google it. Uh, the mushroom Santa, it's a thing. The Italian media quoted Stagliano as saying during a recent religious festival that Santa doesn't exist and that his red costume was created by the Coca-Cola company for publicity. <laughs> Come on, that's not true. It's not created by Coca-Cola. It goes long before Coca-Cola. First of all, if you if you search this mushroom Santa that I'm talking about, uh, this Santa was pushing the, uh, the mushroom that has the red cap with the white dots. The, I believe it's called the fly agaric mushroom. And so they postulize that the red has been going back for you know thousands of years because it's the color of the mushroom. If you believe that Santa was a, a mushroom shaman, I don't know if you believe that, but you know some, some people believe Santa was a mushroom shaman. I don't know, people believe weirder things than that, man. We got uh, more quotes from Balino. Well, we certainly must not demolish the imagination of the children, but... Instead, draw good examples from it that are positive for life and positive for Christmas. Hey, I like a Christmas. Hey. He said that from the figure of Santa Claus, people should draw a lesson. Oh, what's the lesson? Do tell us. The lesson is about giving and sharing and not consumerism. Oh, very good lesson. I like that. And of course, we're very caught up in consumerism, and it's really attached to these holidays. In fact, some holidays are just invented for consumerism's uh, Steak only, I believe. Like, you know, there's probably like a, a national beef jerky day. That's obviously made up for consumerism. There's a bunch of those like that. Oh, it's cupcake day. Oh, it's international dog toy day. Why can't I get a day? Why can't I get a weird news day? What about that? What about me? What about my needs? Huh? Give me money. <laughs> no, seriously, give me money. A porn actress offers a pro chess player a night with her if he wins the championship. The Russian pornographic actress, she works under the name Mihanika69. I'm looking at her, beautiful porn actress, but doesn't look familiar. She went to Instagram and she made an offer to the Russian grandmaster chess player named Ian Nepon, Neponiachi. I think I said that correctly. She made an offer. Uh, now, the porn actress Mihanika69 is a native of Moscow and... She said that she loves chess very much. She's a chess groupie, it seems. She promised her compatriot to become his queen overnight in the event of a victory over his opponent. Norwegian Magnus Carlsen. That doesn't sound like a chess name. Uh, 
Sounds like one of those people that compete in the strongman contest. Magnus Carlsen. Doesn't sound like he lifts little tiny chess pieces. Sounds like he lifts tires. Magnus Carlsen from Norway. Uh, well, yeah, this lady is uh, really into chess. She did not specify exactly what she meant by the proposal. Yeah, you don't need to. I think we all get the hint. You're a porn actress. You're offering a night with yourself. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you guys are going to be what? Eating beef jerky, playing chess, are you? I don't know. Maybe they're just going to go out for an ice cream. I don't know. Have a little, uh, just a normal little date to the hookah bar or something. No, we know what's going on, lady. <laughs> Man, chess players get groupies? This is ridiculous. Comedians don't even get groupies. I mean, at least I don't. No one, like, I don't do a show. I had a great show last night. No one talks to me after this show. No one's coming up to me. No porn actress is like, hey, you made me laugh. I want to, I'm going to be your queen for the night. No. Um, and they say you women are really looking for a sense of humor. That's the quality that you look for. Sometimes the dominant quality in a man is a sense of humor. Yeah, well, really? I think it's all talk, really. Okay, now let's get down to the statistics of this chess championship. Because apparently, Nippon Niachi and Carlson have played eight total games. Six of them ended in a draw. Two were won by the Norwegian Magnus Carlsen who leads with a score of 5-3. to three. The game consists of 14 games total. Did you know that in the chess championship? I didn't know they played 14 games total. How many days does this go for? Uh, it says here, it also can end early, though, if someone reaches the mark of 7.5 points scored. For a victory, one point is given. For a draw, half a point is given. So this is how they keep scoring. So if you just run all out, you ball out 7.5 in a row, then you get an... You get to sleep with the porn actress that likes chess. There's not too many of those, I'd imagine. It says here that uh, Carlson is the current holder of the World Chess Crown. Um, Neponimiachi plays for the world title for the very first time in his young career. There's no photo of him, but I, I guess he's probably a very young, uh, handsome little nerd. Just loves chess. The thing is, if you love chess this month, you probably don't really like porn stars. You're probably like, you, you know, you're like, ah, I could do without porn. So, yeah, you're not going to meet a chess player that's a freak, are you? Yeah, so maybe they will just hold hands and go get an ice cream. Uh, people eating ice cream up in Russia this time of year? Probably not. Uh, maybe get like a hot cocoa with some vodka in it. Is that a? Is there such thing as a Russian coffee? You know, they have the Irish coffee, which is coffee with whiskey. Do you have a Russian coffee with vodka in the coffee? Anybody in Russia listen to this? Want to let me know? Wow, this uh, this story just went off the rails. Where did I take this? I don't even know what I'm doing. Man, the weed is good, man. The weed is good in Cali. That's all I'm going to say. I just love you for being here. Thank you so much for spending them this 20 minutes with me. Making it all the way to the outro. Some shout-outs are in order. Uh, Lisa from Finland bought me some coffee over the weekend. She's so lovely, her and her family. Uh, Lisa's an OG fan of the show. She also uh, wrote me a nice little email, too. She said, uh, Jonesy, I hate potatoes. Finns have at least 26 types of potato, which that this kind of blew my mind. 26 types of potato in Finland? That's pretty cool. Although 26 types of potato, Lisa's very bored of them. She says, for some dumb reason... Though I was craving an oven potato about a week ago, and then you did your podcast mentioning that you eat oven potatoes with butter and sour cream. I guess, I guess you got everybody hungry. 
And then this is the best potato any of us has, has ever eaten, and it's totally your fault. And then she sent me a photo of her. But looks like, oh, this looks like a delicious potato with the sour cream. Are those chives in it? Oh, man, this looks like a tremendous potato. Oh, I really want one. I got a couple sweet potatoes in there. Maybe I'll make one of those in the oven. That's a good idea. Thank you, Lisa. Appreciate you, and appreciate you buying me coffee, supporting the show. Shout out to the fam. One of these days, I'm going to make it up to Finland and hang out with Lisa and her husband and kids. Um, all right, what else? We had a new patron as well. Uh, I believe. Did I mention these guys? Hold on a second. We got uh, two Davids. David Link and David Cox. I don't know where they're from, but they're pretty cool. They joined the Patreon. That shows support right there. Would you, you know, would you join the Patreon, man? You're like, that's a commitment. Yeah, it's like a monthly little charge on your credit card. Not much. You can you can buy Jonesy a cup of coffee a month, which is pretty sweet, or buy Jonesy copious amounts of the herb <laughs> to keep me going. Hey, man, you think I could sit in a closet sober? Are you out of your mind? Come on now. Well, thanks to David Cox and David Link, I don't have to sit in a closet sober. I could be completely hopped up on the caffeine and all of that. Um, so thank you so much, Davids, for joining the Patreon. Please enjoy the extra content that's in there. Check it out. You know, browse a little bit. There's some funny stuff in there. Um, stuff you can download, too. You know, if you want more weird AF content in your life, the Patreon's a place for that, for sure, for sure. Um, but maybe you don't want the content. You don't care about the content. That's fine. You could just, you know, join the Patreon because you want to support. That's all. If you don't want to commit to a Patreon, you could do what Lisa did, which is just go to weirdafnews.com and click on Buy Jonesy a Coffee. Bam. Easy. For the holidays. Boom. You know I'm going to put whiskey in that bitch. Hey! Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love you know what I love around the holidays is a coffee with whiskey and Bailey's. Same, I don't know what you call that one. It's like a super Irish coffee or something. Ah, oh, so good, man. That Bailey's is just tremendous flavor. I really, really love it. It's one of my favorite liqueurs. Is it a liqueur? Well, I feel fancy saying that. It's one of my favorite liqueurs. Is Bailey's? Which what's, what's your favorite liqueur? Is this is like what rich people talk about. Hey, excuse me. Hey. Hey, Crippy, come on over. What, oh, you and Tyler, you're looking, you're looking fab. Tell us, what is your favorite liqueur? We, we're trying to decide here what to drink on the yacht next week, and we need liqueur suggestions. I don't know why I made up that scene of rich people discussing liqueurs. I just thought it'd be fun. Yeah. yeah I'm screwed up, man. 